Welcome to another episode of Put In Words Show. My name is Mark Rankin. And I'm Louis Guaman. And today we're joined by Eddie Beethoven. He's a producer and audio engineer at NH Records. First of all, thank you for joining us, Eddie. Thank, thank you. you guys for thank having you, me. Thank of you. Appreciate it, man. Absolutely a pleasure. So, first of all, let's just start by saying you are one of, I would say, like one of the most one of the most well-known producers in the New York City area, working with artists, producing music, like putting out like rich content to the work, to the world. And um, I definitely have to say, I really, really respect the hustle, man. Thank you, thank you. Um, I met you probably like a year and a half, like two years ago, something, like, something that. like that. And immediately, I was just like mesmerized by this <laughs> gentleman you. right here. I do remember I was sitting sitting in your studio, and I was just. Like, Jesus Christ, I need to fucking get my life together. <laughs> yeah, it's going places. Um, so first of all, let's start with your background. Um, you're from the Bronx. Originally. I'm. Oh no, I'm originally from Dominican Republic. The R. Oh, yeah. Wait, so immigrant? So well, I was born here. I was okay. born here. Okay. But I went very young to Dominican Republic. Okay. And when did you come back? I came back for college. So pretty so much. So basically like me. Yeah. So basically, you know. Yeah. What part of the are? Santiago. Santiago. Okay. Yeah. Pretty beautiful place. <laughs> One of our producers, he's like going crazy over this. Yeah. Yeah. The are. The are. Um. So yeah, that was awesome, man. And what was that like? Like switching cultures all together, like coming back to the big city. Yeah. I mean, um, when I was over there, I was fortunate that I had most of my friends were American. And okay. Had American culture. I went mm -hmm. to a bilingual school. Oh, nice. So I pretty much didn't lose much of that, you know, American culture. Yeah. But you know, coming back, it was kind of cool. Mm -hmm. um, to a certain extent because you know technology is a little more advanced on this part of the world sure. but other than that I mean it's 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 cool and you know where I live I live uptown now in the city so it's very you know it's very Hispanic very Latino yes. it's very diverse so yeah. I, I kind of felt right at home when I came back the best food ever the greatest food of yeah, course of course, yeah. of course. Um, that's amazing and you also for your undergrad you went to NYU and also for your master's degrees I well I went to for my undergrad I went to Fordham University what the fuck alright you definitely have to take that out so let me just re-ask that <laughs> like I don't have my facts straight it's good no that's not good to an extent um, you're right so you went to Fordham for your undergrad and then NYU, NYU for your master's degree. master's, correct. How was that? Like, what was that experience like? Um, Fordham or NYU or both? Both. Fordham, I mean, it was great. So I went to Fordham University. Um, I studied, I was a music major okay. and a business administration minor. Um, Is that how you started out? That's not how I started out. <laughs> <laughs> so I started out business. Yes. Um, it was cool and all that, but I felt like I wasn't, I wasn't really happy at what I was doing. Mm -hmm. You know, music was my passion from mm -hmm. way before. Mm -hmm. And I kind of was playing the safe route. You know, right. our parents, our family, mm -hmm. our friends, like, oh, you know, study this, study mm -hmm. something, you can get a job when, yeah. you, when you graduate. And I started and it was like, I don't know, like, I'm bad with numbers. Yeah, like, yeah. I, the only numbers I want to see are the ones that, you know, are in my yeah. bank account like and, paycheck. and, and <laughs> paycheck and stuff like that. Sure. Other than that, no. Yeah. Um, so... I was at Fordham, and halfway through, two years in, I'm like, listen, I, I, I can't do this. Yeah. So there were just classes I was having trouble in, because I, I just was bad with the numbers. Mm -hmm. So I spoke to my family, I told them, look, I want to switch to music. They weren't with it. Right, of course not. So I just went secretly and did it on my own. Are you serious? Oh, wow. Yeah. So I, I switched it up. Um, my parents were still thinking I was a business major. <laughs> 
Um, so wait, when did they find out like graduations? And no, they found out probably oh. like <laughs> end of junior year or something. Oh. Okay. I was like, hey, by the way, I'm a, by the way, I'm a music major. Now. Wow. Can you imagine like graduation <laughs> days like? Bachelors in music! Yeah. And it's like, no. what? My son? So it's, more, so it's more like, hey guys, by the way, I did that thing I told you I wasn't going to do and I just did it. Bam! Oh, what? Kind of. That was like right here. So, so yeah, so I, I had enough credits to be a double major. Oh, nice. Oh, nice. But, um, but the way the format works at that school, I couldn't have a double major, so I ended up minoring in business. Yeah. Um, okay. Which I, ultimately down the road, it kind of yeah. helped. It kind of helped. Yeah. Right. Um, but you had to be like, like very academically inclined to like even get into Fordham, would you say like? Yeah, yeah, I honestly, I don't know, I got in. <laughs> um, I just applied, I only applied to three schools, which were Fordham, NYU, and Columbia. Mm. I got into all of them except NYU for my undergrad. It's just something he does, he just gets into schools. Just love when they go, oh, <laughs> that didn't really mean anything, I just <laughs> No, I mean, the thing is, my mom always instilled to me, if you're mm. gonna do something, you're be the best, yeah. you aim for the high, you know, don't settle for, you know, smaller community mm-hmm. colleges, nothing wrong with that, yeah, of course. but nothing wrong with that, but my mom always tried to, she taught me to aim high, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, so I was like, all right. Honestly, if you're getting into schools like that, like, and it was pretty simple, if you're not really even sure exactly what it was or why, it's just because of the habits that you're right, that yeah, you instilled no, I mean, with. I know? always had good grades too in high school and all that yeah. stuff, that helped me a lot, I, I had yeah. a good GPA and, and I was always inclined so, to do So your interest in music, so... When did it start exactly? You were telling uh, me before we started that it was started young. Yeah, it started. Young. Well, my my mother put me in piano class when I was like six or seven. Okay. I hated it. Um, I wanted to stay home playing video games. Yeah. I wanted to you know play baseball in the Dominican Republic. When you, when when you when you're growing Classic. up, they put a bat in your hand. <laughs> yeah. So then I got to the age I'm like, okay, this might be a little tough. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I just started hanging around with people that were musically inclined. So I kind of got into it. When you were a kid. Uh, when I was a kid, yeah. Okay. So growing older in high school, all my friends either rapped mm. or wanted to record, and I had a computer. So I'm like, hey, let's try this. I had a little right. mic. Let's do this. Mm-hmm. And I started learning how to make beats, and I started loving it. Started writing songs, mm. and I discovered a passion for it. Nice. Um, and from there, I'm like, you know what? I, I really like this. Mm-hmm. That's so nuts. Then okay. when I decided to come back to the U.S. for school, mm-hmm. That was one thing I had in mind long term. Like, I want to go back to the U.S. because there's more opportunities right. for, music, for music, to study music, to study music, engineering, etc. Okay. So for right now, just for our audience, can you give them maybe a taste of exactly I don't know some accomplishments that you have of a producer, and maybe some of these guys don't even know what a producer does, and like, yeah. go ahead. So a music producer, I'm a music producer and audio engineer. So basically, what a music producer does is they create the music, you know. They kind of get the musical arrangements, they mm. make the beats, like a lot of people call them, you know, <laughs> pop music uh-huh. and stuff like that. And then the audio engineer is the one who's in charge of running the recording sessions and most of the times mixing, which is like the editing. So mm. let's say in the video world, this kind of, you know, the video editing yeah. is equivalent to what the mixing is. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I'm fortunate that I'm able to do both things. Some people mm-hmm. are just only, you know, able to do one, mm-hmm. able right. to do both, which is a good reason why you know my business is doing so well of course and what do you think right now is really one of your kind of proudest accomplishments that come to mind from your music experience within the industry i always say just being able to live off yes my passion yes like a lot of people Mm -hmm. always say oh you know i don't have a grammy yet i don't have this yet i don't have that yet but just the fact that i'm able to wake up every day and And do that and do what i love and it's just yourself 
yeah, feed myself and not, you know, able to do, you know, just save money. Uh-huh. You know, I have plans on it, on, on opening other businesses, investing mm-hmm. in, in the long run. So just the fact that I'm able to just live off of music, yes. which a lot of people, you know, wish they can do. It's, to me, it's a great accomplishment. That is yeah. pretty amazing. Anyone in any artistry, a creative. Yeah, any, any creative element, exactly. Doing that uh, full time. So... Okay, yeah, no part-time job, you're just only doing that. Now that is a huge step compared to what you were just explaining from high school and like in college learning about it. So, and you're, if I'm, if I'm not mistaken, 27, correct? Yes, 27, 27 years old. Yeah. Okay, very cool. So in that gap, you know, after, <laughs> in that gap, right, what was it exactly for you? Because obviously you can get to the same place, there's different paths to get to the same place, right, for success. For you specifically, what did you do? What steps did you take to go from cool, I think I need a job or a million jobs, and by the way, I'm gonna do music, to go to having no other jobs and to doing only music? Yeah, I mean, when I was at NYU finishing my, my master's there, um, I was getting job offers, and I actually declined them all, because I wanted to make sure, I, st- I wanted to be my own boss, I wanted to work for myself, okay. and by that point, I had started kind of developing a clientele I started my recording studio in my apartment, mm-hmm. you know, small computer, mic. Slowly the word started spreading. I started making beats for people. People were liking my work. Mm-hmm. So um, they were coming over to my apartment. I got to the point where my apartment was just full of clients in and out, and my mom cooking in the kitchen. Oh! <laughs> That's how they stayed. That's why they stayed, though. <laughs> That's great. So, <laughs> so I had, like, a whole bunch of music gear, mm-hmm. you know, from one side, and my room looked like some crazy studio. Yeah. And then my, my bed in the back. Um, so I was fortunate, people were liking my work, and the word started spreading, I started promoting on the internet, mm-hmm. you know, I used the internet as a, as a big tool to mm-hmm. kind of start getting my name out there, mm-hmm. until I got to the point where I was able to expand, you know what, I'm going to, you know, get this stuff out of my room, mm-hmm. and I'm going to try to run a space, and I went looking for spaces, um, I wanted it to be in Manhattan, yeah. I wanted it to be in the city, I knew it was going to be a challenge, sure. but, you know, aim high, yeah. that's what I was always told. Um, and I was fortunate. I found a space. The first space I had was the one that you went to. Right. Oh wow! Um, then I was able to keep growing, expand, and now I'm located on 27th Street mm. in the city. So let's let's poke at that just a little bit more in detail for the audience. That you know you have people coming over and you start to get them ball rolling. So then for that exactly, what did you exactly do from when you were new, right, yeah. to start spreading the word? You didn't automatically start. I don't know buying Facebook ads or buying space where people can look at, right? So what did you do to get your word, the word out there and that you deserve to be paid? Yeah, I just, I gave them good quality, mm-hmm. but not only that, I gave them what they wanted and more. Okay. Because um, quality, you know, you can get, um, but giving them what they want mm-hmm. at a higher level, mm-hmm. that just people, I made sure that people left pleased. Mm-hmm. That people, when, when they came to me, um, they have a vision and I was able to, see that vision and take it even further mm-hmm. right. and that was my that was my gut from the beginning mm-hmm. just, you know, i want to make sure this person is happy this person is the most comfortable they can be right now this person feels at home you right. know, it is a home but give yeah. it that you know that that, that feeling yeah. it's a home and it's their home yeah and just i've been blessed with talent that mm. you know people say yeah. i have oh. <laughs> <laughs> I like, that's dope like, no that's I'm dope talented. I've been blessed. I've been blessed with talent. That's that's really nuts. No, but that speaks truth because I mean you're confident in your work. Yeah. You know, and like for most people, and like you know, Mark is confident. I'm confident in like our fields, right? And, and we want to share that with people. That's most creatives, right? Yeah. You want to share your work mm-hmm. with people. And I'm guessing that's why you said provide them with more, right? Yeah. Than, than what they want. Because to be honest to me, I'm just doing 
my job. Yeah. Right. yeah. Like, you know, you're paying me, you want a certain product, I'm going to get you the product. Yeah. The best I can, but to me, it's a job. When mm. people are thanking me, when people are calling me the GOAT mm. or <laughs> stuff like that, I'm like, whoa, whoa, I'm just, you yeah. know, yeah. I'm just yeah. trying to give you what you wanted. Right. So with that put together, though, how did you attract the clients in the first place? How did you bring them to you? Word of mouth. And what it was is people were like, hey, I, that song sounds really good. Who okay. did that for you? And oh, some kid, you know, on the block. And they were like, well, this block? Like, yeah, yeah. You know, I gotta say, <laughs> <Straight> <laughs> so then they came and they were like, wow, this sounds really good. Like, and my stuff uh -huh. wasn't sounding like a home studio. It yeah. was sounding, you know, yeah, competitive. Okay. So, like, my quality was really good, and people kept coming back for it. But it was mostly word of mouth. Like, it was just, it was really good. It was really good stuff that I was making for people. So, if I were to put it another way, you started making content, okay? Yeah. Even if you were not being paid for it, you started making content let's say your friends or people yep. who like uh, you would network with yep. that seemed like they could use content started giving it out to them and then the word spread with that from people using your content from right using my content and to be honest I was getting paid people were paying me since I was 16 17 years old okay. like I was charging $20 for a beat yeah. okay you know yeah. just you know to get signed so I could yeah get a metro card yeah. and stuff like that yeah. right so and people were paying it to me because the beats on the good you know initially obviously you know I gave a whole bunch of beats off for free hey get on my beat whatever sure you gotta do that in the beginning yeah I was also giving people a free hour like new clients I'll give you a free hour mm. or if not if you refer a client to me I'll give you you know a free beat sure so people were you know there you go. motivated to kind of okay let me um like refer this other singer to him, even though he can't sing, but you know, I'm getting a free, I'm getting a free beat off of this. But this guy can mix you and sing. No, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, Maybe, possibly. Pretty much everybody sounds better than what they come in, so possibly. that's the goal. That, there that's you the go. Goal. You never want to go to a barbershop and come out worse than what you come Yeah. Sure. So, there you so go. we're going to pivot a little bit to the, the artist side. So let's say I'm a recording artist. I have a great voice, or so I think, or so my tribe has been telling me. How do I find the right person? Like, how do I know that the producer that I'm approaching is the right person for the job or the person I should collaborate with? I feel that person has to have the same hunger as the artist. Mm. Um, if you have a dream, you have yeah. a passion, you right. have a goal. Yeah. If my goal is just to use you as a paycheck, mm -hmm. then you're, you're in the wrong place. But how, how would I, as the artist, figure that out? Mm. Mm. You walk in and you'll know. It's like... Like a, like a lot of people say, you know, when, when you find the right person, the right partner to be in a relationship, you yeah. just know. Right. Um, you know, you get the vibe. It's like, you know, when parents, when, when your mom knows, like, hey, that friend is not, is not good for you, whatever. Right. Like, you just know. But apart from that, is if that producer doesn't make you better, if you don't feel like mm -hmm. I'm growing as mm -hmm. an artist, mm -hmm. then you're in the wrong place. Yeah. Like, I try to make sure everybody who comes to my studio you know, they learn something new. Mm -hmm. they, they, they just don't come for me to leave with something in their hands, but they leave with an experience, they leave right. with knowledge, yeah. they leave with something that they can build off that if they end up going somewhere else, you know, they're like, okay, I learned this at Eddie's studio. Mm -hmm. and Eddie was the one that taught me this. Nice. Yeah. You know? Right, nice. right. Because at the end of the day, artists also, like, sometimes artists aren't well-trained, well, they yeah. don't understand how the yeah. industry works. Right. Mm -hmm. Like sometimes it's good for them to know a little bit of what I'm doing. Mm -hmm. So when they're elsewhere or when I'm not around, mm -hmm. you know, they know what they need. Mm. You see, and I really definitely I want to talk about that a little bit because a lot of our viewers are creatives, and what you find is that with a lot of creatives, they don't know. And maybe I'm I'm just talking about myself. Maybe um, they just we don't understand anything outside of what we do. So for example, 
I take pictures for my Instagram, and I always get a photographer. Whether it's interns working for my company, or it's a paid gig, or it's a collaboration with a brand, or a hotel, or whatever, I'm never behind the camera. So when it, when it came time for us to put together this show, I wanted to have a camera to put in. I didn't even know what. They were like, oh, get a 70D, Canon 70D. I was like, is that like the candy? Like, <laughs> what is that? They're like, no, bro, it's like the camera. It's like yeah. the type of camera. Like, that's the one you want. I was like, really? What does it do? And like, I don't know nothing. So a lot of creatives, they come in that way. Yeah. But you're saying they should know a little bit of like the back end. Why do you feel like that's important? And how should they go about getting that training? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. They should know. They should know because at the end of the day, it's something that's going to benefit them. Um, in the sense of, okay, I'm in the recording studio. Mm -hmm. um, I'm seeing Eddie do this. I'm, see I'm seeing Eddie do that. But whatever Eddie did, that sounded good on my voice. Mm. You know, I've never sounded like that before. Mm -hmm. right. So I need to learn what that is. Mm. Um, so but not, not learn how to use it, but here somewhere else or whatever. Or not like, Eddie, remember that, um, that effect you put me on last time? I'm like, which effect? But if I tell you that it's a <laughs> high-pass filter, for example, right. to say something, you'll know, okay, yo, Eddie, that high-pass filter, like, I want that on all my songs. You know, it's gonna benefit the artist at the end of the day, right. because the artist is gonna. That's mm. something that he feels, he or she feels, that's gonna improve their art, mm -hmm. their craft. Mm -hmm. It's just gonna help them. Yeah. So it's something that they should always like. I mean, they don't have to learn how to mix in Pro Tools, mm -hmm. right? But they need to know. Okay, Pro Tools is the industry standard. Like you know, there's certain stuff that works for my voice. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And yeah. Nice. And how would they learn that? Is it like YouTube or like are they sitting when watching you as you work? A lot of I've would say that most of my clients they sit down and watch me because mm. and you don't mind no i don't mind because at the end of the day like they're watching me because they're interested because yeah. i make it interesting for them right. usually when like mixing for the artists is the most important part they're in the yeah. back on the couch instagram yeah. right. all right. this right. stuff right. my clients are there like on my shoulder like, okay you know sometimes i had a client the other day that i was like man but like, like the computer needs to catch up to you <laughs> i'm just like, clicking away and all this stuff right, right. right. um right. But most of my clients, yeah, they're watching me and they kind of either, they don't know the term, but like, hey, can you put that little bubble thing that comes up and I already know what it is, you right. know? Um, and if not YouTube, like, if I tell you, okay, that's a filter, you know, you can go to YouTube and kind of, there's a lot of stuff I learned in you, on YouTube that impresses my clients more than stuff that I learned, you know, in six years of college. Really? Um, yeah, like, there's a lot of stuff, like, it's so basic, like, a 30-second YouTube, like, there's stuff I learned in, like, 40-second YouTube videos that I learned at school. Um, and it's every time, for, for example, every time I do this one thing, the client's like, yo, this guy's fire, man. This, this is why I come to this guy. And I'm just there like, I learned that on YouTube, man. <laughs> <laughs> like, I have, two, I have two degrees posted up, but I learned that on YouTube. Yeah. yeah. But that's, totally that's, something, that's something I really respect, though, in, in terms of uh, you have your clients, like, looking up over your shoulder, right? So you would love them to do that. Now, do you tell the clients who don't do that, who want to be on their phone, or hey, you know what, won't you check out what I'm doing? Do you tell them to do that? Not really, because if they're not focused or interested, what I'm doing maybe isn't drawing their attention. Mm. So that means I need to do something to get their attention. Mm. So when I'm producing beats, when I'm, when I'm on the keyboard, if the client's on Instagram or you know, they're just sleeping around, mm -hmm. I'm like, okay, some, something could be better here. Mm. So I switch it up. Oh, wow. Once I see the client, like, 
yo, that's there right there. Or I see them like, you know, just watching me, like they're just, that means they're enjoying what I'm doing. And I'm doing the right thing. I'm on the right path, they're engaged. That's the word. If they're engaged, that means I'm on the right track. If I'm there and they're not doing anything, I just scratch the project and I'm gonna start over. Sometimes I've done that before. And and they're like, hey, what's going on? I'm like, no, 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 I I feel like I should go. I'm not saying it's their fault. Yeah. But what I I put on me, like, okay, I feel like there's another direction to go towards this. Interesting. So once I get a new sound, like, oh, I like this. Yeah. Boom. You know? Sick. Yeah. So, and then uh, along, keeping along the path of the artist, what you see, like, all these people come into you. Mm-hmm. What are, what should, how do you identify the killer instinct? Like, how do you, what is it that you're looking for in a person where you're like, yo, this person's gonna blow up? What is that thing? Is that just like, is it something you can put your hand on? Are there little things, or is it just a feeling? Nowadays, man, you never know. You never know. Right? You never know. The, 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 <laughs> That's weird, the weirdest dude that can walk in with the weirdest idea might be the one versus, you know, this vocally trained, classically trained singer that can come in and has the most beautiful voice in the world. Right. Um, you never know. That's why I treat everybody like they're the one. That's and, very And very that's important. why a lot of people that's come very to important. That's very you true. Treat everybody, that should be like a soundbite. I treat yeah. everybody like they're the one because you just don't know, right? Yeah. You just don't know. And if... Whoever is in my studio, if they, you know, blow up or whatever, mm-hmm. that's just beneficial for me. Of course. So I'm not gonna, you know, do a half job on anybody just because I don't think they're good, because mm-hmm. I don't think they're gonna make it mm. based on their talent or their personality or whatever or their ideas. Yeah. Um, I treat everybody the same, and that's, that's what people, I guess, love. That's great. And so, what are some of the common mistakes that some of these artists make? Because everybody wants to be an artist nowadays. Everybody wants to be in front of the camera and like performing and stuff. But a lot of people are doing things wrong. Yep. What are some of the common things that you're seeing that they get wrong? The first thing is a lot of people really don't believe in themselves. And oh. don't really believe in how good they are mm-hmm. and in the potential that the world we live in now, mm-hmm. now you don't have to have an amazing voice. You know, mm-hmm. we have auto-tune, we have pitch correction. Right. You know, we have social media. Right. That is, we have the internet. Mm-hmm. which is the most powerful thing that an artist in, in any creative aspect could have right now. Right. Um, so they don't believe that, okay, oh yeah, like my music, I have no funds, you know, I have no resources, no connection, I don't have a manager. But you have the internet, yeah. you know, you have Instagram, you have social media where you can, you know, put a couple bucks and kind of yeah. choo- choose your, your audience, your geographics mm-hmm. and whatever and kind of start putting yourself out there. That's the first thing. So if you don't believe you can put yourself out there, then who's gonna do it for you? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So number one, you have to believe in yourself. Yeah, believe in mm-hmm. yourself for yeah. sure. Um, two, from the point that I was getting to right now, put yourself out there. Yeah. Like that's the best way. Um, see, I'm not the kind of person that, you know, I, I don't like to be in the cameras too much. <laughs> um, <laughs> but thank I'm, you for doing I'm this. here now. Yeah, <laughs> you I'm, are. I'm here now because I've, I've been able to, you know, to succeed in what yes. I'm doing. Mm-hmm. So, and it was just putting myself out there. I'm putting myself out here now, you mm-hmm. know, talking to you guys, you know, and, yeah. and the viewers. Um, but just use any tool you can. Like, I was using Craigslist, believe it or not. To, really? To put for beats? What, to advertise yourself? For advertise. Back when it was free. It's not free anymore. It's not free. No, um, it's not. <laughs> but back when it was free, I was putting four ads of the same thing with four different email ad- like addresses and mm, all this stuff that's and smart. switching the words one title was music producer the other one was audio engineer if, if they're not clicking this one they're going to click that one mm-hmm. um 
And then, yeah, social media, hashtags. Mm -hmm. um, I was posting pictures every day right. with people. So just people went, damn, this guy works with a lot of people. Yeah. You know, even though pic pictures couldn't have been from last year, but I mm -hmm. kept, you know, because mm -hmm. people want to see, you know, you doing stuff. Because I don't take you more serious. Yeah. Um, that's another thing. Um, another thing also is just researching, understanding how the field works right now. Um, if s certain artists, you know, blew up doing a dance right. or... You know, if people are using influencers to kind of make their way of giving the influencer some money to mm, kind of, right. hey, can you make a video, you sing into my song in the car, sure. stuff like that. You know, right. there's, there's a lot of tools out here that you can use. Mm. I hope you guys caught that. <laughs> using influencers, just like coming to my song, singing along. Da -da -da. That's all you need. That's yeah. all you they need. They should have to... you sing along, Mark. You're an influencer. Yo, yo hit me up. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, do you really find people coming into your your office or your studio and they have like zero social media presence? A lot. A lot of people don't even have social media. I'm like, bro. Wow. Like, you found me because of your friend's social <laughs> <Found> media. <laughs> and it's like that should be a hint in itself, right? Come yeah. on. Yeah, a lot of people, some people don't, a lot of people do, but they just don't take it as serious. Like, Seriously, yeah. Yeah. Take time, you know, make your social media look good. First impression counts. Yeah. First impression is everything. Like, yeah. I made sure when I was in my apartment, my house was clean. Mm. My bedroom didn't smell like socks. Mm -hmm. You know, you walk in and it, it felt like, okay, like, this guy is about his business. He's got right? his life together, like, at least in some way. Yeah, like, it, it, it's, it's an apartment, but as soon as you walk into my bedroom, everything changes. Right, right. You know, it's even outside the living room and everything. People, oh, nice floors, isn't that? Mm -hmm. I, I would always get that. Um, shout out to moms for always keeping it clean. <laughs> um, but um, but yeah, first impression counts. When they come to my studio now, you know they have to walk up security guard, elevator. You know they walk in. I, there's like a pantry. And hey, you want water? You're good. There's two restrooms. I make them feel good. So they're they're really, they're really like okay, like this this guy's gonna treat me the right way. Right. So and that's what people need to do. They need to producers, engineers out there. This is not about you. This is about them. Mm. You're giving them. A product they're coming to you to be an yes. extension of their philosophy yes. of their art of their craft so with that you with you being in the industry for so long especially with producing what do you think are specifically some steps or mistakes that specifically music producers have done that they should not obviously be doing yeah i mean it all starts with the ego um producers art, artistic people in general have a, some kind of ego inside right. like hey okay, i this is the way i do it mm -hmm. you know, this is the way i do art mm -hmm. But at the end of the day, if somebody comes to you for Photoshop, for video, for right. music, it's, it's what they want. And um, sometimes, you know, people can, producers, for example, my instance, I could be like, hey, I went to NYU, I went to this and that. It's my way or the highway. Mm -hmm. But I don't. I use what I learned at NYU and that stuff, and I adapt it to, at the end of the day, give them what they want. Right. Um, and producers nowadays just want to do their own thing. They want to take artists in their direction. No, this is the way to go. Like, if the artist agrees with you, that's cool. You know, two heads think better than one, and right. that's cool. But if the artist isn't feeling what mm -hmm. you're making musically mm -hmm. or your vision, it's, it's not going to work. work. It's all about being on the same page. Mm. Right? Yeah. And that's so true because in my business, so I teach guys how to dress better, look better, and be more confident and poised. And I definitely noticed, like, for me, it's never about my style because, like, you see, I'm going to wear a pistachio suit. Like, this is super loud. Like, if somebody is going from a hoodie and sweatpants, they can't jump to this. Yeah. This is a lot. You know, it looks good on me because I wear the suit. The suit isn't wearing me, yeah. mm -hmm. but I can't take somebody from zero to here. Yeah. So a lot of stylists, they kind of 
they don't know how to walk that tightrope that you're just talking mm -hmm. about, that it's not about you. Mm -hmm. If the person doesn't feel comfortable in the thing, it won't look good. Yeah. And you're saying the same thing, like if, if you're in a, taking them in a different direction than where they want to go, even if you think that your way is better, or in fact, your way might be better, but if they're not comfortable with it, because they have to perform it and put it out there, it won't work, right? Yeah. And to be honest, man, a lot of people, a lot of producers don't know that we can learn so much from the artist. Yeah. And that's where producers kind of start to fail. Yeah. Um, there's sometimes I'm working with people and they're like, hey, can you try this? I'm like, in my head, I'm like, that's not going to work. <laughs> like, that's scientifically not going to work. <laughs> but I try it yeah. and I'm like, yo, this doesn't sound that bad at mm -hmm. all. Mm -hmm. So, boom, I just learned something new that I can try with somebody else now. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, that, I learned a lot from from the artists themselves. Right. Exactly. And I'm gonna yeah, go ahead. Yeah, go no, ahead. no oh, basically good. that I've learned so much from artists just being mm -hmm. open. Some people are not open minded. Like, remember, these people have their own artistic things that you can learn from. Mm -hmm. It's art. Like mm -hmm. the right. way the way somebody sees art is it could be different than the way I see it. It's not linear. Yes, exactly. Right. Exactly. Right. It all it all comes around. But to jump on what both of you guys said also, like how you mentioned your clothing uh, experience, your your consultantship for right. for clothing, and then for myself being a sales consultant, basically I focus on uh, teaching how you sell yourself better. And it's so amazing how exactly what both of you guys said. It's the same thing how it is with me and when I teach people that you always need to start with exactly how you see yourself, right? Exactly how you interact with the world around you. Because I mean, everything's external. What we wear is external. What we want to produce and what we listen to is external. It's really how we relate to it, what right. it means to us first. And then you really need to work towards the next step. So anyone who I would teach, let's say for public speaking, who's really scared of public speaking, I was terrible at it before. They want to go to being able to be in front of a room of people. You know, I've spoken in front of 200, 300 people, boom. But just like you said, you don't go from like zero to that. You need to know the type rope and really push them little by little to go and do that. But it always starts with their mentality behind it and then give them steps on how to do that. Right. And then, so for the business aspect of it, because a lot of our, our, um, our audience, they are young people with a vision. They want to be the next entrepreneur. They want to be the next guy in line to run a company. What made you think that I have the goods? Mm -hmm. I can run my own business. Mm -hmm. I can have a studio space. That's pretty daunting, man. Like young guy yeah. coming out of college. Like what gave you the confidence to do that? Um, I just, I just knew things were going right for me. Yeah. And okay, I'm like, I went to to, to school. I I took all these business classes, mm -hmm. which I think that they did help me. You know, in learning. Okay. okay, I know how to do some accounting. I know how to do some right. some this, some that, some finance. Yeah. And I was just hungry. I wanted to, you know, be able to manage my own finances, mm -hmm. deal with my own money, mm -hmm. and I just wanted to learn. I was just hungry and motivated, and I was really I was really driven. Right. I was really driven. A lot of people don't have that drive right. and are kind of not open-minded yeah. to understand, okay, I'm a producer, but I need to know the business side of this too. Um, How do you manage that? Because I feel like, even for me, like I run multiple companies and it's just like the business part of it is so fucking hard, bro. I'm like, <laughs> I'm be like reading the papers and like signing the documents and like yeah. everything is on you. Yeah. How, do you how do you reconcile that part? Um, well, first, I knew nobody was going to do it for me, so I had, learn, I had to learn how to do it. Yeah. And second of all, I didn't want to get screwed. Yeah. I've seen so many other people get screwed, yeah. producers, you know, hit records, they haven't seen a penny from it. Oh, wow. Because they just, they weren't... Knowledgeable, educated. Yeah, they weren't it's great, educated. It's a great um, word for it. Yeah. 
So I'm like, I don't want to be this guy. Yeah. So I, I see, I saw other people's mistakes. Mm. And I'm like, okay, this, whatever this guy's doing is working for him. So I would go and research how he made it up and mm -hmm. stuff like that. It was just a lot of extra time, you know. It's not just being in the studio. When I get back home, I'm finding new ways to learn. I'm finding new ways to, to you know, what's an, a more efficient way for me to handle my finances and my income? How can right. I organize my stuff more? Yeah. How can I learn shortcuts in Excel mm -hmm. so I don't have to keep adding one by one? <laughs> you know, stuff like that. That's great. Yeah, it really adds up. Exactly. Yeah, and it just it helps you. really adds up. <laughs> yeah, no. <You> serious? <laughs> um, and uh -huh. so, like, what is your advice to young upcoming producers mm -hmm. who have the talent, they have the goods, bro. Yeah, there's so much talent out there, man. It's right? crazy. But they want to do their own thing, but they're like, either they're scared, they feel like they can't handle the business aspect. Like, mm -hmm. what, was, what is your recommendation to them? Lose the fear, um, because if I was scared when I made the leap from bedroom mm -hmm. to 38th Street in front of Madison Square Garden, mm -hmm. where was my first studio, mm -hmm. right. I didn't know how I was going to pay the rent. Um, but I knew it was what I wanted and yeah. I knew it was my purpose in life and right. I'm like, you know, if I do whatever I need to do, if I do my homework and I do mm -hmm. things the right way, you know, it's, it's going to work out. It's going to work out. It might, it, might be, it might be rough at first, but it's going to work out. So and you have that confidence within yourself. Within myself. And, you know, I had these clients telling me, when you're surrounded by people always telling you that you're going to be good, you're going to be big, you're going to be great, mm -hmm. you know, maybe I had I have to make the, the, the decision to believe that. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, and to be honest, I knew I was okay, but until certain people started telling me, like, man, like, you're the best one I've worked with. And until one person told me that, and this person has worked with people all over the world, mm -hmm. like, me, he's just probably, I guess he's happy because I'm giving him a discount, or, <laughs> but no, nah, and just, I started to believe it. And, um, but mostly just get rid of that fear mm. um, and uh, educate yourself. Yeah. Educate yourself, education is key. Like, you don't have education, you mean like school, like, like college? One, it could be college, but you don't have to go to college. Yeah. In my field, there's tons of people who aren't, who didn't go to college. Yeah. Um, but if you don't have the resources to, to, to network with people, mm -hmm. college to me like, was the main reason how I started growing and, mm -hmm. and, and, and getting clients and stuff like that. Because mm -hmm. Not because of what I learned like on paper, but because of all the network, all the people that were doing what I was kind of trying to do, mm -hmm. and people that were in the music industry, but not exactly on the artistic side, but on the business side. Mm -hmm. ah, okay. I had music business friends. Yeah. I had computer science friends. Mm -hmm. I was well surrounded with different people. Mm -hmm. And I've been to different parts of the world today, all because I went to college. Mm -hmm. um, so, but with that said, you don't have to go to college, right. yeah. but educate yourself. Go home, you know, go to YouTube. There's right. tons of shows, audio mm -hmm. engineers that can go to of big producers saying how they got up there. Right. You know, I, I do that all the time. Yeah. Like, you know, I go watch shows. I don't watch TV. Yeah. Like, I go watch, when I go on YouTube and stuff, I go, what can I learn tonight? Mm -hmm. New, different. That's very true. And you have to do that. It, it, sometimes right. it, it sucks. Sometimes you're like, crap, I'm tired. I don't want to. But you, your parents must be proud, man. Because, I mean, my mom's Dominican. My dad's a Gordorian. So, I mean, I just hear that every day. Get your education. Educación. Yeah. You know, like, educate oh. every single day. But it's very true that it's not just school. And yeah. then, of course, just like we're talking about, it's not just school. But being able to go out and exactly, like you said, be able to network and learn from the people who you work yeah. with. Learn from the people who you are, uh, who are hiring you, right? Learn from the other artists. Learn from books. Learn from whatever's out yeah. there, free resources or yeah. paid resources. But you keep, that's what real knowledge is. So 
when all our parents and for the whoever's for all of our audience listening when people say get educated even like parents or not or right. old school I, I'm pretty sure that they don't just mean you know the yeah they don't just mean school you right. know college or whatever but they mean just literally doing something and just right. taking something you know for, for a good reason like knowledge right. yeah. just getting knowledge and so yeah very cool so I mean and I just really want to say to our audience right now dead center college is for the networking portion yes. of it. It's okay. not the paper. So I know a lot of people are killing themselves for the 4.0. Just understand this. When you go there, you're paying 40,000 per semester, not for the paper, but for the people you can surround yourself with. So just like he said, he was on the production side, but he knew artists, singers, rappers, other engineers, people on the business end of stuff, computer science people. So he was connecting with all of these people and grabbing little bits from everybody. And that's how he was able to say, huh, the summation of this is I can do it. Yep. I can start my own firm. Now, let's say if you didn't go, I'm not a huge proponent of college, mm -hmm. but it has its pros and its cons. Mm -hmm. If you didn't go, you wouldn't have that all right there in the one campus. You wouldn't have all those people in the same classes yeah. as you. You'd have to go out there and find it. And you still can do that and be very, very successful because um, when I came to America, I'd already finished with school, so I had to completely redo my network. Funny enough, I actually went to New York Institute of Technology for a semester just to meet people and okay. start the networking process mm -hmm. because it can be a little daunting. But I would say to people, like, you can go to, like, different events, go to rap battles, go to, where can they go? Mm -hmm. Man, here, New York City is, <laughs> yeah. is they call it the home of hip-hop. Mm. You know, even though huh. times have changed, yeah. but it's still New York. Like, I have six recording studios on my floor, and we're right. all booked out. There's just so much people, you know, there's yeah. so much, there's so much demand here in New York, mm -hmm. believe it or not. And this is the city of hustle. Right. Like, you, <laughs> you gotta hustle here. Like, if, yeah. if you stay home on your lap, you're not gonna do anything. Um, so there's places, man, just, people can just go on the internet, social media, you know, there's a lot of hashtags out yeah. there. Um, New York City rappers, if you're a producer. Yeah. New York City uh -huh. producer, if you're York, a rapper. Exactly, man. Stuff like that, right? I have hashtags. You know, they get me events, they get me clients, they, like, when I don't know what to look for, I just go on my Explore page and they're throwing stuff at me. Whoa. So, this is New York. Yeah, here, yeah here <laughs> in New York, if you're in a big city, yeah. you know, you could, you, you, there's, there's stuff going on all okay. the time. So, here on the Pudding Workshop, we like to break things down to a granular <laughs> level. Like, fuck the, you can do it, just believe in yourself. I'm brand new. Okay. I know I have a beautiful voice. Whatever, whatever, I got the moves like Jagger. Wow. What do I do? What do I do tonight? What do I do tomorrow? Give me like a, a, a one month game plan. Ooh, I'm sorry. What do you do right now? Yeah, yeah, right? Straight up right, right now. Right now. Just Actually, right now. now. Yeah. The first thing is yes. you get into a good studio mm -hmm. with a good producer, mm -hmm. good engineer, um, and you get your craft yeah. sounding Tell the people, bro. competitive. <laughs> You want to compete against the people you see on the top 100, you have to make sure the quality at least sounds like that. Right. The mm. technical aspect of things. Yeah. Because if your music sounds like trash, that's how you're going to be treated. I'm sorry. Mm. Um, so get that up. Second of all, get your social media, whatever represents you. If you need to start dressing better, mm. you know, for, for, for the image you want, mm -hmm. start getting that up. You know, make sure you, when people are going to look for you, 
that you don't look like yeah you can have your personal pictures with your dog and whatever right. but make sure people want oh like this guy this guy looks interesting what is unique yeah. about you right mm. you know don't be a copy of someone else what is unique about you because that's what's gonna draw people that all the big rappers and people now you know all these personalities with the color hairs and all mm -hmm. this stuff going on you know it's and even in the pop world they're they're doing their own thing so what is identifying you is making right. you unique mm, so right. first of all become unique mm -hmm. don't try to follow a trend try to you know stay consistent with, with, with what's going on but give it your own element to it mm -hmm. right that also and just um go for it just don't be scared you know hustle, hustle. like don't worry of, of how you think your, your voice is bad mm -hmm. because some people i'm like yo man you're, you're good and they just i don't know man like just how many like, people get rid of that is there is there a formula like there isn't it's just it comes from here and and um everybody can tell you that you're good but if you're not if you don't feel it in here it's 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 hard. I need to, I need to add to that so Please. so yeah there's so yeah there's so there's a way that you you get that more so that's just because of confidence straight up right there's several different ways on how you could get confidence. That's probably like another episode or one out, but a little piece for this specifically. If you're somebody legit in that one scenario, I am, man, I am, you sound, you're an expert producer and you're saying that this person can sing well and this person's saying, oh, I'm not sure why not. What they need to do, what they need to do is bit by bit keep practicing more and be able to understand. They know what they want first, they understand who they are, just like how we said. And then what they need to do is just keep putting themselves out there, expecting criticism, mm -hmm. because that is one of the number one reasons having rejection, yep. right? So they need to expect criticism and understand, even if they think that it's not 100% where they want to be, mm -hmm. if they keep just throwing it out, physically, mentally, if they keep throwing it out, they know what they're doing consistently, and they know what they'll be positive, what they feel confident about, and they know what they want to change, and they keep doing that incrementally, incrementally. I will put money, that's exactly what's gonna change in their favor, as long as they keep doing it. Right, that's amazing. Um, wow, this was such a phenomenal episode. You dropped so many <laughs> great nuggets, man. Um, any final words that you'd like to say to the people in terms of, you know, just what can people do to like stay like faithful? Because I know a lot of artists out there, they're teaming up with the right producers, they're putting in work, they're putting out content, they're consistent, and it just hasn't happened yet. Mm -hmm. Any like thoughts for those people? Like, study the industry, study the industry, um, become a student. Of I like that because right. you need to know what's going on you need to know where things are headed yeah. you need to be a visionary okay like this trend that's going on now it's not gonna last forever yeah so what can i do or what can i think mm -hmm. that's gonna be where this industry's gonna head now yeah. where's what's the what's the changing point what is like what can i catch on to that's right. gonna drive me somewhere else and still stay relevant mm -hmm. um just be a student of the game just understand what's going on do your research, um, go in seeing which records are, 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 are being successful and why, mm -hmm. and understand why they, even sh why they shouldn't be successful. Right. You know, because sometimes you see, oh, like this, we have to do what they're doing. Well, wait a minute, no, like this, this shouldn't be number one right now, mm -hmm. but it is. Right. So understand why it is and why it shouldn't be, mm -hmm. uh, which is a lot of things that people kind of, you know, foreshadow. Um, yeah, wow. you know, that. That's Dude, great. Thank you so much, man. Thank you very much. Absolutely, thank you, thank you for coming on the show. Where can people find you? Like, people want to, like, yeah. work with you, bro. Yeah, they like, want to hire you. How they get in touch with you? 
um, social media, Instagram, Facebook, everything. It's gonna be down here. Um, my studio, NH Records. I'm located in the city. You can contact this guy here. Um, I'll hook you up. He'll, <laughs> he'll hook you up. And yeah, pretty much social media. 100%. So thank you so much for watching. This has been another episode of Put In Work Show.